The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. Good evening, everyone. It's nice to see a few people here tonight. Very good. Is uh, anybody, it's their first time here? One, two, yeah, there's one that's walked in. Okay. Very good. Anybody that it is their first time, is this the first time you've done any meditation? Done meditation before? Sort of? A yeah. little bit? Done a little bit of meditation before? Just for uh, those that are new, um, uh, one, my name is Ajahn Sadra, I'm the resident monastic here at the Buddhist Society of Victoria. Um, the the outline of tonight, it's pretty easy, we just sit for a period of time, maybe about 45-50 minutes, then if you have any questions after it, uh, uh, you're more than welcome to ask any questions then. Um, and that's that's really about it. I'll give some guided meditation uh, instructions, um, but there's no, if you do have your own practice and you just feel like doing your own practice, there's no need to, don't feel obliged to actually follow what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm just saying it for the benefit of some people that like the guided meditation. So with that, we'll get started and we can take a seat. Try to find a nice, comfortable position. Whether you're on the chair or seated on the ground, doesn't matter. But if you can try to keep the back Nice and straight, helps keep you alert and aware. And just before we start, you can try to really connect with what you're doing now and in a way make a determination in your mind and over the course of the next hour this is the time for practicing meditation put everything down and if you do have your phone you please turn it on to silent as well just for the next hour or so any concerns, problems, plans. You can put those down. And try to use this time to the best of our ability. And 
You can start by noticing the feeling of the body sitting here. The weight against the seat. Or even the outside temperature against the skin. Any pressure, any tingling, any vibration anywhere in the body. Just notice it for what it is. Any sounds that are in the room, sound of my voice. Sounds from outside. Simply notice them and let them go. Sounds are just sounds. There's no need for them to bother you. Just something that comes and goes. Whatever kind of meditation you mainly focus on or mainly practice, you're more than welcome again just to practice this of your own accord. If you're relatively new and would like to follow some guidance, You can just start to bring your awareness to the feeling of the breath coming in and going out. You can either feel your stomach expanding and contracting. Or your chest rising and falling. Or even the feeling of the air as it comes in and goes out of your nostrils. You can simply note the raw sensations as the breath comes and goes.
you find it a little hard just to observe the raw sensations. You can even repeat a word or a phrase that you find helpful. As the breath comes in, you can think in. As it goes out, you can think out. Or you could use a common meditation mantra, like Buddha. So as the breath comes in, you can feel the sensations as it comes in, and you can think Buddha. As it goes out, you can think do. Or as the breath comes in, you can think putto. Goes out, think putto. Or any other word or phrase that you like to repeat silently in your mind. See if you can follow the breath, either at the tip of the nose or the chest or in the abdomen. And if you like, you can recite a mantra along with that. We do this just in order to rein the mind in. You can practice like this for the next few minutes, and if the mind does wander off, it's okay. Just simply start again when you notice you become distracted and coming back to the breath or coming back to the Buddha.
whenever the mind does wander off, we become distracted, pulled away by sounds. Simply come back to the feeling of the breath coming in and going out or the silent mental repetition of Buddha in the mind. Like an anchor that grounds you keeps you from drifting away. You simply come back to this one single thing. There's no need to complicate meditation, we just do one single simple thing. You can just repeat the mantra over and over in your mind. And this becomes the one thing in your awareness. Anything else beyond that is a distraction. It's the pull of the world. See if you can gradually and gently drop everything Just do this one thing. One single and solitary thing within our awareness.
more you can stay focused and one-pointed with the breath or with Bhutto. The more these external things in the world drop away, the mind doesn't flow out anymore, but converges and gathers inwards. The more refined your awareness becomes with the breath or buddha, this becomes the sole object of your attention. And as you drop the things in the world, your attention becomes sustained and focused. You may even reach the point where breath or puto starts to disappear. The mind becomes still. This happens as no need to be concerned or frightened. Just simply rest was that point of stillness, that point of inner silence.
last few minutes of the meditation. See if you can re-establish yourself anew. Maybe the mind's wandered off, maybe become restless. Just see if you can start again. your awareness to become one with the breath of Buddha. Allow it to be the sole focus of your attention. Have it reverberate through every aspect of your being. There's always the opportunity to start again. Every moment, every breath. We can always begin again. No matter how good or bad it's been in the past, it doesn't matter. All that matters is this moment of awareness. And imbuing this moment with unification with the breath or butto.
Okay. Good work for anybody that stuck it out. I can see you're still here. Not so easy to just do one thing for an hour. All the, all the different thoughts can come up. Uh, I want to go do something else, uh, find something else to do. Oh, I really should get home and do this. I should. So it's good that you stuck it out and you stayed here. So. <laughs> this is just for anybody that's new here. This is obviously this. There's just one meditation technique that we can use is just doing this simple one thing over and over watching the breath or repeating some sort of mantra there's there's many different kinds of meditations there's different things uh different styles you can choose this is just simply one um they usually uh, change things up a bit uh, just encourage people to experiment with things different methods See what works if if doing something like that, just repeating a simple mantra over and over in your mind with the breath, that works. That's a good thing. Great. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. There's no need to go, well, well, okay, uh, this meditation thing doesn't work or this meditation thing that we do here doesn't work. You know, there's many different kinds of meditation you can try. It's just one method among literally hundreds. So, yeah. Anybody in the room have any questions? It's like you're royally bringing out a microphone to, as a part of the ceremony. <laughs> Bring it out and put it there. And now the now it begins. <laughs> Did you want to ask, you were going to ask a question? Yeah, yeah. In what way? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you find that you could have a, like a, a few moments to stay present or? Yeah. Right, right, right. Was it, uh, did you find that sometimes, sometimes you could stay present for a little bit longer, but sometimes just shorter kind of thing or? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no problem, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, no need to, no need to sort of like, uh, put yourself down or anything with it. It's, you know, as you said, if you only usually do 10 minutes and you come into an hour, it's going to be pretty normal that you wander for a long time. You don't stay present for present for very long. Also, the kind of meditation we're doing where you're just doing this one thing, um, it, it is a little bit more difficult for a lot of people where you're just coming back and just, just doing this one thing. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's not like it's difficult. I should, I shouldn't really say it's, it's difficult, but it, it's more that you notice how not present you are. If you're just trying to do one thing, if you just have this, okay, I just need to do one thing. Um, then, uh, and I, and I'm doing this one thing that's very tangible, like, uh, keeping my mind with a mantra or the breath or something. Whenever you're not doing that, it becomes more noticeable. Um, a lot of, uh, 
meditation that's taught these days. It's very much this kind of, you know, just you know, open, be aware, all these kinds of things. So you can be open and aware, but you can still be wandering. Your thoughts can still be wandering all over the place, but you're thinking, oh, I'm open, I'm aware. It's like, well, no, you're just sort of sitting there wandering. Um, so these kinds of practices really, you know, they, they are a bit more, you could say in a way they are, they are a little bit more forceful and they are constraining you a lot more. And it's so it just, it can feel a lot more like actually I'm wandering a lot more, but in actuality, you're not really wandering more. You're just, you're just noticing that, okay, I'm not with this thing that I'm meant to be. So yeah, you know, don't worry about it too much. They are, these, these practices are a little bit more difficult. And again, there are these other practices where you can just be more open and more aware and, you know, you're not just trying to hyper focus on this one thing, but, um, you know, it does have an upside, these kinds of practices, kind of hyper-focusing on, on something. It, um, um, it sort of trains our attention in a, in, a, in a different kind of way to have this very much this, this you know, laser focus to something. So it, um, it can actually help us in other areas of our lives when we need to focus on a task or something. It can you, know, you just stay on that task and yeah, but, but yeah. Don't worry. It's you know I've been I've been doing this meditation thing for a very very long time, and you know it's even it's hard for me to stay present for an hour. So you know if you're only doing ten minutes here and there, it's it's fine. It's just sort of normal that the mind will wander off. So um, yeah, no need to no need to sort of worry about it. So yeah. We do have one question from the online audience. One question? Okay. Uh, how to deal with the inner voice making mostly negative comments? Uh, trying to fight it is not helpful, but tiring. I fear that I'm not making progress since this inner voice is getting louder. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not nice when you're sort of sitting there and your and your inner voice is is not so not so uh, uh, polite or kind to you um it's you know i i, I have a you know i have a similar problem my 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 inner voice is not always so so nice to me and nice to the world around me so it's you know it's we might you might have that feeling of like oh, well i'm not really making any progress but um uh, i wouldn't be so you know hard on yourself it's um you know where you know you're you're basically hardwired to commentate on everything in your you know, in your experience and you know sometimes that's that's a, that's very negative and you know m most of us go through a lot of our lives and don't even realize that we're that we're being you know pushed around by the whims of this inner voice and telling us telling us that something's bad about this or, or that 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 I'm bad in this kind of way a lot of us don't even sort of realize that and and maybe go through a lot of our day and not even sort of notice that you're commentating on the world in this kind of negative in this kind of negative way um you maybe just feel bad for no particular reason at all but through practicing something like meditation again like i was saying before it's actually you're just you're actually noticing this process a lot more um in 
and yeah it's you know sometimes it's not so you know what you notice is not so nice um it's not so you know it's it's not so friendly so you know there's you know there's different things we we can try to do different practices we can try to do um it's one thing we've been going through a lot on the friday nights is how to develop this kind of uh, you know, uh, you could say a more more friendly kind of self-talk. That's what we went through last Friday night of developing this capacity to be uh, kind, have unconditional kindness towards oneself because a lot of the time we are berating ourselves. We're, we're uh, commentating on the world and we're sort of feeling bad because of that. And you know, really identifying that you know this, these things, these thoughts that come into our mind, you know, they really are just thoughts. Um, and trying to notice when those thoughts are, you know, uh, uh, not so not so helpful um, is already a good first step. And if you can recognize this, you know, you can sort of see, well, okay, well, this is this is the mind. You know, this is the mind at the moment that is, you know, nasty. This is the, this is the language at the moment that's coming up that is nasty. And I, I gave a little, you know, an, an even just a small sort of fun like homework assignment to do of, you know, if you notice that really self-critical labeling mind, you can actually even sort of give it like an identity. Um, um, you know, it's like, oh, okay, here's, okay, here's, you know, here's, here's critical Kevin coming again. It's, you know, he's sort of in the back of the mind and berating me and, and, you know, saying all these nasty things. And then, but then you can have this other voice in your mind where it is this more encouraging, more friendly kind of voice. And, and so if we maybe, we can do this in some ways this we can sort of think you know if you have different friends in the world it's like well there's this guy that just always complains and it's like ah, i don't want to be around him i don't want to listen to him he's he's really really annoying you have this other friend that's really nice it's like i like listening i like listening to this person and so if we can actually maybe start to set up some of that within your own within your own mind of like okay here's you know, annoying annoying kevin and i'd rather talk to like friendly kevin um it's a bit sort of facetious but what it actually can do is you know we usually most of the time what we do our thoughts just become everything to us our thoughts it becomes the entirety of our existence and whatever we think and whatever we label our experience to be it feels like it's that and that becomes our sole focus of existence but if we can just sort of be playful and go, okay, and that's just the annoying Kevin. It, it's, as I said, it's a bit facetious, but what it does, it can give you a little bit of distance from that. Pulls you back a little bit and go, oh, okay, it's just, there's no need to take it so seriously. Obviously, we do have to listen to the things that we think, but it gives us a bit of separation, a bit of room from it. And we can just start to see, oh, actually, yeah, this is just sort of language that's arising in the mind. So you know these are these are some things that we can we can uh, practice. We can practice you know trying to you know actively trying to talk to ourselves in a more in a more friendly and a more kind kind of manner. If we do notice that we talk to ourselves in a very negative kind of way, just sort of trying to trying to 
actively trying to talk to ourselves in a kinder way that's that's a practice we can do as well so yeah it's um you know the thing i guess the last thing i'd say about it it's yeah, obviously it can feel disheartening when you, you when you don't feel like you're actually getting anywhere. It's like okay, this 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 you know, constant voices. It's always there. It's always sort of negative. I you know what if I just sort of give up on this? And you know um, the the thing to remember is that you know even if you do give up, the voice will still always be there. It's always going to be with you. It's always going to be there. So this practice of trying to improve the quality uh, of this voice to become a lot more positive this really is a lifetime thing it's not just something that you can practice with for a short period of time and it just becomes better it's something that we have to continually practice over and over again um sort of recalibrating ourselves re uh, you know, reinvigorating ourselves over and over again because, you know, if we do just let this voice take over and it is negative, you know, that you know, nothing in our life really gets any better. But if we can work with it and, and try to continually work with, uh, work towards more, you know, you can say more positive kind of self-talk, you know, this is something that we can actually gradually change over time so yeah so while it can feel disheartening as uh, um yeah keep with it it's you know it's it's something that they can eventually change and as i said you know, this is something i've dealt with for many years and um yeah it does it does get better the more you practice with these things so You have another question that just came in. Yep. Um, hi, Ajahn. Sometimes hi. when I <laughs> when I meditate, I get a sudden jolt, like an energy shock, or the feeling I've been falling and suddenly stopping. Um, doesn't happen every time, but over two years of meditation, it still comes up. Is it possible to fix this, or is it just part of the energy system? So should I just watch the mind? Mm, it's hard to hard to say um it could be occurring for a variety of reasons um the the simplest sort of explanation is that you might be you might sort of be and i'm not saying that this is what's happening i'm just you know it's 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 hard to without asking you more questions about it but you know one thing that could be happening is you are you're getting a little bit more maybe maybe lethargic and a little bit sleepy and um, uh, what can happen is, is when you're practicing, get a little bit of lethargy, you can get like a jolt of like, ooh, sort of just sort of waking back up and sort of being shocked back up. It's it's more the kind of mindfulness coming back online, and you're just it's sort of it's a bit of a bit of a jar, a bit of a jarring shock. Another thing that it that it could be though is is you know the mind could also be becoming calmer in some kind of way calmer not not karma karma <laughs> i got didn't really recognize but i have to be careful a little more careful with that word uh, pronounce it properly karma uh, or karma so it, so the mind could be becoming more calm more still and it could in some ways sometimes the mind can get a bit of a force to itself and sort of like lock in to stillness or lock into calm 
and there can be a bit of a kind of a shock or a jolt at that point where you just whack and you sort of in and you're in this kind of stillness state. So it could be that as well. I'd, I'd you know, I'd say though, if, you know, if it's not, if it's not a, a, um, also, sorry, one other, one other thing that it potentially could be is that you could be, you know, maybe sort of experiencing something negative, negative within the mind and, it might be something that's negative, but it's very sort of un- underlying and it's not really at the surface. And, you know, you could just sort of be having some kind of reaction to that, some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of jolt uh, because of that. And it's, it's sort of, you might be getting a little bit deeper and you're touching, touching it. And it's like a, it's like some kind of, it's like some kind of sore or something like that. And, you know, the fingers just getting closer and the, you know, you got to, you got a sore or something on your leg and it's like, oh, this is sort of painful. And then when you touch it, it's like, ow. And you sort of get shocked and, you know, you don't want to slam your whole hand on this thing, but maybe you've just started to touch this thing and you've sort of jolted back out. Could be this, it could be any one of these things. I'm just throwing a few things out there that it might be. Um, If it's not so worrying to you if it only happens every now and again i you know i i I wouldn't worry about it too much um what the physical body does when you're meditating it's 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 reasonably important but it's not so important you can um you know it really is when you're practicing meditation you are trying to go deeper and deeper into the mind so maybe the body does have these kinds of little shocks and movements and all these kinds of things every now and again it's not something to worry about so much um it's only if it's it's only if it's you're having these kinds of shocks and it's it's pulling you out of something and you were becoming more and more calm and you're having these shocks and you're you know waking back up again of oh you know, what happened there and the, and you and your mindfulness is getting pulled away by them that's really the only thing that you would really be worried but if you're just you know you're still calm you, you your body just has these kinds of shocks of movements then 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 that's okay. There's all, and there's also the the simplest explanation is our body just twitches sometimes. You know, you, you're sitting there, it's you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you're just you're twitching my arm kind of thing. It, it happens to me quite a lot. Um, you know, we have it. You know, when we're going to sleep as well, we have our body. We have involuntary twitches and things like that. So, I wouldn't worry about it so much. But yeah, if it is if it is taking your mindfulness away and it is starting to feel sort of negative, maybe then you can investigate it a little bit more. But if not then you should be okay. Any last questions in the room? More online? If we're if we're if we've moved into We've sat in silence, and now we've moved into 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 vocal silence. So we might we might call it a night here then. So with that, we'll 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 end up here now. Um, so anybody that um, just as just a few few short announcements kind of thing. Anybody uh, tomorrow night? There's a, another another meditation session. It's a lay led meditation. Uh, if you'd like to come along to that, you're more than welcome. Um, Friday night. There's the uh, there's the 
course that we're running over the next uh, six weeks where we're, we're actually focusing more on these kinds of, you know, these cultivating kind of meditations where we're trying to actively cultivate positive emotions like kindness, uh, compassion, uh, gratitude. Um, so we're doing, we're running a few sessions where we're teaching the basics of that. Um, so for anybody that is, uh, wants to learn some of those other techniques, we're doing that on the Friday night as well. Uh, there's a, there's a Sunday dumb talk and this week it's a Janmudito, I think. Yasmin, don't know. We don't. We don't know. It's there'll be some. There'll be some monastic here sitting here and speaking. So, Murito, yeah, right. Okay, Bhante Murito is giving the talk on the Sunday morning, which starts at at nine thirty, and we have a communal lunch after. So, yeah, with that, we'll call it a night. So, all the best, everyone.